All right, hello everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Pillow Fort podcast. Uh, we have we're reading Hunter Hunter, and we are going to do kind of like two arcs in one since they're both kind of like shorty boys. So, if you want to keep up with us, we are reading up to chapter sixty four and episode thirty seven. Is it thirty seven? Yeah, 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 thirty seven for sure. Yeah. Okay. Episode 37. So, uh, my name's Cliff. Uh, why don't we go around around the little table and let's everybody introduce yourselves. Luke. Uh, I'm Kate. Shania. All right. And uh, Luke and I have read Hunter Hunter before. Kate and Shania have not. So that's what we're dealing with right now. I I want to I want to get into Nen so bad like right away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill on it. Let's talk about the Zoldic family first. Uh, and do we, general thoughts. How do we feel about this? This is like a kind of little nice little side story. How do we feel about this one? Yeah. So. Uh, so the first time we were introduced to the Zoldic family was through Kiliwa, obviously. But I didn't realize how many members of the family were, like, living in the house, actually, until uh, the tour guide said that there were ten members, I think. Um, and I thought that that was, like, interesting that, like, the whole family still, like, lived together on this mountain. But then when you kind of take their personalities into account, what they do into account, it makes sense that they're the only one that lives on this very secluded village, uh, or not village, on the mountain. Um, I think it's Kukuru Mountain. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that the whole family still lives together. And I'm assuming, at least at this point, that this is all the known members of the Zoldic family. Yeah, okay, so here's what I think is cool about the Zoldics, right? When you get introduced to them, I like that, uh, like, when you hear, like, there's, like, a family or, like, a clan of guys that are going to be strong, it's, uh, you expect them to have some kind of, like, move or, like, genetic style that, like, makes them why they, they are the way they are. But I think it's cool that the Zoldics, like, there's no unifying thing besides the fact that they're all really good at killing. I think that is cool. Like, they're, they're all, like, really unique in their way they carry out assassinations. Yeah, and, like, from anywhere to, like, personality to abilities, they're, like, so different from each other. And I think that's yeah. interesting just because they were raised, in theory, in relatively the same way, but they all came out relatively different. Uh, and, like, it seems as though Kiliwa is almost the most different of them all because he has these connections that he wants to make with friends while the rest of them don't seem as interested in that. Yeah, no, they're not at all. This is a good arc to get into uh, character design, I think, if you guys want to talk about that for a second. Because it's just this... I think the thing that makes this family so exciting is, like, we really don't see them do anything. So it's really all up to your imagination what each of them are capable of. And uh, I think Tagashi's really good at designing characters. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to one, and then maybe we can go around and you say which one we like. I think uh, Silva, like the big the big dad dude, I think that is like the best character design we've seen so far. Because like, if you had that guy 
in like just sweatpants and like a shirt. He's already the scariest character, right? Because he looks like he could crush your head like a grape, like immediately, which is cool. <laughs> and then you throw on top of that this this gi implying some form of mastery of martial arts. It gets even scarier. And then you imply on top of that that he's the one that trains Mike and like keeps him in check, the big dog. It's like it's really just purely from visuals he establishes himself as the scariest thing I think we've seen so far. Uh, ta toss it to Luke. Good character design so, so far. So, who, who looks, looks... Who looks nice? Nice. I, I think that they all have, have interesting... Like, they all look really cool. I... I, I don't know if I want to say, like, the... Like, my favorite design. I, I do love Silva, I will say. But, to kind of spice it up, Kikyo... That's the name of the mom, right? The mom's Kikyo. Is that my... Do I have that right? Okay, yeah. Her entire yeah. aesthetic... Yep, that's right. Is just... I don't know. They all have, like, distinct things. But for some reason, she has always stood out to me, like, aesthetically, as way different than the rest. Like, why does she have, like, one cyborg eye? In the, I just... Her design makes me ask, like, so many questions about what could happen... Yeah, she's kind of the hardest, like, there's no, there's not a lot of implication that you could pick right. up on how she, like, assassinates people. Unless she's got, like, high tech, but that's kind of maluki, like, that's kind of the fat guy's thing. So, I, yeah, I always wonder, like, what she does for the family. But uh, the Victorian-era dress mixed with the cyborg yeah, guy. Yeah, no, it's a good look. It's a good look. Easy. I like it. It's just, it's definitely, it leaves me with, like, so many questions about her. Yeah. And that's not even taking, yeah, uh, we're, we're talking about character design right now, but when we get into personalities of these people, I have so many questions, but I, no, I just, like. You can get it, you talk about whatever you want. Out of all of, like, all of the Zoldiacs that we saw this time, um, maybe other than Kalato, because I don't really think we got a whole lot about Kalato, but, um, Kikyo confuses me. I don't know if, if you if you guys had that problem. Like, I guess it's not really a problem, but like if you guys came up to that same conclusion. But like, I I can get like at least sort of a read on most of the other family members. But like, I'm not really sure if Kikyo actually like cares about Killua or just wants Killua for like for the sake of the family. I don't what. What do you, do you, does any of you have any thoughts about like Kikyo and her like what seems like a obsession with with Killua? Yeah, like I don't know. It seems like she's more obsessed with his potential than anything else. Like it almost seems as though she's not as interested as being the role of a mother but she's interested in seeing what he will become with this amazing power that he has already yeah, at the age of 12 yeah that's kind of the vibe from everyone right like the potential is like terrifying which like we can even get like a little glimpse of here he's like tanking electric torture and uh, he's, you know, he was very scary in the Hunter exam. Yeah, I think that, that's kind of how I felt about everyone, though, right? Except Maluki, who really just 
He's got like jealous older brother Maluki, vibes. What the grandfather says because Maluki's like, I made these this mosquito kind of bombs and they're pretty cool, but like I can't get them to like go to the right target. And his grandfather's just like, you know, just because you're smart doesn't mean you can't be an idiot. And I was like, oh, Maluki, poor guy, you tried so hard to impress grandpa. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that he's like the 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 screw up of the family like because he's the most <laughs> educated like he's the only smart guy here it seems <laughs> like everybody else is just really good at killing and that's <laughs> why he's the screw up is because he educated himself it's like it, it seems like they don't respect his form of killing which it is definitely the least cool sounding based on like the clues we're given in this arc yeah, and I think that's, like, kind of evident in that the Zoldic family seems to just focus a lot on brute strength and, like, using that strength to take out enemies. So somebody like Maluki just seems almost maybe an embarrassment to some of the rest of them. I'm not sure if that's exactly how they look at him as, but in, like, terms of just pure strength, he's not as strong as the rest of them, it seems like. But he uses, uh, like, logic yeah. to figure out ways to kill people. That's what made, like, the, yeah. the exchange between Killua and his dad so weird to me. Because, like you said, they're also, like, strong and tough. And then, like, when Killua, like, sits down with his dad and they're, like, actually having a moment. And I was like, is this... I kept waiting for a shoe to drop where, like, it suddenly got, like, aggressive or violent. But it just stayed, like, this, this nice father-son moment. And I was like, is this... Is this how this is going to play out? Like, are we really, we really have a good family relationship here? Because everyone kind of felt like a Lumi where they just hate Killua because he's different. But his dad seemed to respect him, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that was a nice little bro moment they had. And the little blood oath was, like, very cool. And it kind of ties to Gon in a weird way because they're both kind of, like, setting off on an adventure with, like, uh a promise to their father figure so can i another can cool i just ask the question two, i think just real quick yeah it's uh silva yeah. silva's old yeah good father or bad father yeah just you see i want i just i want him to be a good father because of that talk because i just I think it's so great that he was able to tell the differences between, like, himself and his son in saying, you're different than me, so you can go off and have this adventure and see where it takes you, because obviously you want to take a different path than the one I've set before you. But then, like, at the end, he seems very, very sp suspiciously confident that Killua is going to come back. And he almost seems like he has malice then, but not in his conversation yeah. with Kill. Yeah, that, my interpretation of that scene is this. I think that scene says way more about Silva than the first one. I think he does see Kill as like almost an exact like he, copy of him almost, where it's like he's letting him go so willingly because he knows that he's going to come back because he's his son. But that's how I interpret it. But these, yeah, it's interesting. What do you, what do you think, Shania? Yeah, it was kind of like the same thing where like I really believed in him like seeing the difference and like getting that you know Kill was his own person and had to do it his own way but by the end it sounds kind of malicious and I'm like wondering if in future episodes maybe we'll see like 
him like manipulating behind the scenes like almost trying to create a situation in which Killua does betray his friends because that would I think that would definitely be the driving point for Killua to like go home and stay home where he's like friendship did not work out I failed this is all I can do is be an assassin so I'm like I'm interested to see like if his dad really is passively just like oh you know he'll come home eventually when he's done doing what he's doing or if he's going to become more active in like manipulating him back without looking like he's doing it yeah yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, before we get off character design, let's we should go over uh, the main group a little bit. How how do you guys feel about Gone like as a design? Because I will say, I love it now, but when I watched this show in high school, I was not as in love with that design. I thought it was really dumb, but now I like it a lot. I love Gone's design. I first yeah. of all, I'm a big yeah, fan. It's good. <laughs> of the color green, right? Just yeah, in general, very green, and he is a very green design. I just I love that it, yeah. it like gives the impression like something about the 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 coat and the shorts like it gives like this very much like I am a young boy like a stet like he's not dressed like I think other shonen protagonists you know what I mean where it's like it just like he he looks like he could be wearing normal clothes is what I'm saying but it's also very green it it fits who he is he's like a fisherman kid it's like the perfect like adventurer outfit. I feel like it's like he could really, he could go anywhere, which is what's cool about. It. That's what I like about it now. Like the boots, he could hike anywhere. Got the booty shorts on deck in case we got to swim or like head to the beach, and then the jacket in case it gets chilly. It's like it's the it's like such a fun. It's like a Pokemon like trainer look almost. That's what Gon kind of reminds me of this read through. That's literally. It's uh, it's really good. Yeah, that's literally what I thought of. He gave me such like. Pokemon vibes. It was like very Ash Ketchum feel, and I liked that a lot. I also liked that his like yeah. item is a fishing pole because that's the most random thing. I'd like I, when I first see them, like that's not going to be useful at all, and it's become like the most useful item. And I just love oh that that's God. what he has chilling. He's putting in work with this fishing pole this arc. I love the fishing pole for real. Like. And that's what I kind of thought of, too. I was, when I first saw him with a fishing pole, I was like, so he's not going to carry that around for, like, the rest of the series. But, like, he's found so many uses with it that surprised me almost every time he finds a different one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Uh, Killua, I'll start with him because I like him a lot. I think... This is, like, the most perfect, like, cool 90s, like, early 2000s kid, like, design ever. Like, every single outfit he wears is just, like, an MTV commercial or, like, a fruit roll-up. He always looks like he's about to walk up to a skate park. And I, I really like every outfit he wears. This, like, the Heaven's Arena, like, the six straps around the arms. I, I like that shirt a lot. That's a good shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that shirt, too. I, I think that, so. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Everybody's <laughs> always dead. I. Uh, no, no. I, I thought that shirt was dope. I actually thought he was wearing a backpack for most of the time because of straps. But yeah. No, he's just. That's I, just. He's chilling like that. I thought it was the straps on his backpack were just really weird for so long, for so many episodes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's his shirt. <laughs> 
pick. Yeah. All right. So I guess we should talk about the arc now, I guess. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. A short one. Uh, there's not a lot that really happens. Do you guys want to go into specifics on, like, Canary or the coin game? Or I mean, Canary's cool. We could probably talk about her for a minute. I loved Canary so much. As soon as I saw yeah, her, I was Canary's like, wrong. you're <laughs> the coolest person I've ever seen. Because I was like, she's just such a cool boat. And she just wanted to be Killua's friend. And I was really mad at the end when he just walks past her and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, Killua, she wanted to be your friend, but your creepy mom was in the tree. So she couldn't be your friend. It's not her fault. Yeah. Yeah, Kaderi. It's a sad life. What a great villain. I I think she's like one of these like perfect place, perfect time villains. I, mean, I don't even know, like villain's not even the right word. I guess antagonist. But, uh. That really highlights, like, going, it's like the Hanzo fight was one thing, but this, like, it really puts in your mind that he's not, like, determined. He's, like, almost like a sociopath. He's really a psychotic child. <laughs> he is so right. determined that he will just take a cane to the face a thousand times in a row, which I think really, I like both of them a lot. I thought that was a cool confrontation they had. I think it's, like, so interesting, too, because I think a lot of the people that Gon faces, they don't originally, when they see him, think that he's going to be kind of that much of a sociopath uh, when they see him. But as they're fighting him, I think it hurts the psyche, almost, of his opponents, because they're really not expecting that. Like, he's just, he keeps coming. Uh, like almost with absolutely seemingly no concern whatsoever for his own life. So I think that might also screw with his opponents a little bit too. Well, yeah, Gon has won most of his fights by having the other person be s too sad to hit him again. That's really how he's won right. a lot of <laughs> encounters. Which, uh, he's a crazy little kid. I feel like Gon's yeah, really it. looking out though with like the people that, like the people he's fighting like the only reason like Hanzo and Canary have gone so well is because he's managed to pull at their heartstrings but like if he encounters like a ruthless person who's infinitely stronger than him like there's really no reason that they could not just decimate him they're like oh you want to tr keep trying this I will literally kill you right here he just he somehow keeps me like finding the heartstrings of these people to get them to be like ah dang it I can't kill this kid can I he's too he's too dang determined I can't damper that spirit yeah yeah you're right that's you're setting up a very scary future for going in your head though Look. we'll see we'll see how that plays out but that yeah i also worry because he's it's, it's like he's a cool main character but it's like togashi's really good at writing them as realistic kids like a, a 12 year old would definitely do something stupid like that i could see that Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they're all—they carry all the badassness of like a regular shonen main character, but they also get like the sympathy and worry that comes with just being a twelve-year-old child. Like it, <laughs> you get really worried for him a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's really playing with the "I'm twelve, take pity on me." I mean, I mean, he's not consciously doing that, as we saw with the Hanzo fight. He didn't want pity, but it's definitely rolling them dice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more, uh, Luke? Any canary thoughts you wanna wanna throw out here? I wouldn't say I have any like real specific canary thoughts. I, I did think Canary was a much cooler character than I originally thought. I 
to be honest, like when when I read it before and and watched it before, I like didn't remember Canary all that much at all. But she's she was she was really cool. I liked I liked her. Yeah, it's really that's all I got on Canary. All right, we're doing the coin game. Coin game time. Oh, absolutely, we're doing the coin game. Yes. Uh, sir. You want to start off? You want to take this? Do you want to roll with this coin game? Uh, Get first us started. Of all, I am a big glasses guy fan, and so okay. Godo, right? That's his name. Yeah, yeah big fan, yep. big fan over here. Liked him, liked him a lot. Uh, okay. Why, why don't you? Why? Well, go into that. I just I I thought it was so. I thought that the coin game was was interesting. In itself, I I, I thought it kind of you know it gave Gone like this cool moment with the bloodletting you know on his bruised eye. He's a monster. It was it was really cool. It gave him that cool moment. But I I love and this might I might be jumping the gun, but the end. No, go ahead. Talk about whatever you want. Don't ever worry about. I just jumping or falling behind. He so where Goto like this whole time Goto's doing this cra- these crazy movements and even the last one with you know the the other butlers right. He's like, the, mm-hmm. the other butlers are involved in, like, these crazy movements. And Gon's able to pick it out because he, you know, because they're they're actually playing the game. But when Goto at the end just does a very simple sleight of hand trick that, like, humans can do. Like, I, 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 I could do that thing that Goto did. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Gon, yeah. Gon can't handle it. Gon doesn't know. He picks the wrong hand. And Goto kind of, it seems to me as it gave him the, the advice of like, it's not, people aren't always going to be straight up with you. So you've got to watch out for that. I yeah. just, it was. I didn't realize how ominous the Zoldic family arc is until you guys started pointing a lot of spooky <laughs> stuff to be looking out for. It's just, a, it's just that, that, that like, the fact that Gon has such like heightened physical abilities to be able to see that and to be able to actually guess right. That such a simple trick that Karapika then later just shows him. He's like, "Yeah, this has got to be what he did." Like, just that 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 simple deception was like too much for Gon to like. He couldn't do it. And then even when Karapika shows him, he gets like mad. He gets mad at Karapika for being like for showing him the trick. Yeah, it's just, I think like that's deception. like a testament to to him still being innocent. In a way, and thinking that, oh, like, they could trick me, but, you know, they probably won't trick me. They won't do that. And I think it's a part of Gone just seeing things as they are, you know? Just seeing what he can see in front of him and not really knowing uh, if those people are being, like, honest with him or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... A lot to look out for here. Uh, do we want to talk about the doors, or it's just you know, just kind of like a little training arc? It was cool that it happened. Any door thoughts? I or think co- it any Kukuru Mansion, just in general. Do we have any like? It's a cool, a really cool set piece. I like that location a lot. Uh. Yeah, I think like the the setting, and I think the fact that like the doors are what it was. It was like four tons each, or something like that. And, like, they increase as they go up, and you can only pass through if you have a certain level of strength and ability, and that 
everything in the mansion is like that. Everything you have to have almost an incredible amount of strength to do. And I love that only people that can enter through the training gate are the people that Mike doesn't attack. That they seem as though they're worthy then. I want... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I want to talk about Mike. Okay, <laughs> is this name Mike? I haven't watched the anime. No, I've been saying Mike. I, that's okay, how Mike. Are we saying Mike? It, that's how it's spelled, no, it, but they, they pronounce Mike? it Mike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just I didn't know that. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so what? What are we going with? Let's be clear. Go go Mike. That's if that's his name. Go Mike. Okay, but okay. I just, I thought his name was Mike. <laughs> I read. It was really alarming because I'm I'm watching the sub and I did read. I read Mike, but like clearly heard them say. Mike, yeah, <laughs> I. But anyway, um, uh, that was that was that was terrifying to me. I I don't remember. I didn't remember him at all. In when I read, like I I don't know if it just didn't cross my mind. But like, I like that moment where like, the the gatekeeper. I forget his name, but Zebro, Zebra, Zeb, Zeb, yep, Zebro, Zebro. He uh, where he's like, look at. Look! Look into his eyes, and like Gone starts to freak out. I'm like, this. It, it was. It was freaky. It was scary. Yeah. It's like the most intense watchdog you could ever have. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought his design was really cool. Like I didn't. I mean, I guess oh, like in real life, I think design. he was scary. But like looking at him, I was like, that dog is so cool. I mean a little more than a dog but i just thought it was like a really dope design but yeah when gone showed fear i was like wait a minute he doesn't do that yeah it's a, it is a great design shout out to mike let's uh <laughs> okay okay we can talk about nen okay that's right are we all ready to talk about nen yes <laughs> i think this is one of yeah, the coolest doodle. shonen power systems ever uh well shania you start what do you think of Nen, just in general. We'll get real general, and then we'll, like, break it down. Yeah, I feel like general's, like, even best for me, because I think it's super cool, like, this idea, and how we, like, learned about it, too. I really liked the delivery there, where I was like, oh, that makes sense, and then, you know, they leave the master, and his student's like, why did you lie to them? And then figuring out, like, what it is, and what all you can do with it, like, I'm still not sure I totally understand all the parts of it, but I'm like, this is such a cool power system and idea and like how it's mental but not mental and yeah so i thought it was pretty cool all right yeah kate nen general thoughts yeah i thought it was awesome that uh like i think wing said that everybody has uh this aura this energy inside of them and has the ability to use Nen. It's just a matter of training it. I liked that factor of it because that means that there are uh, obviously some people like Gon and like Killua who are natural talents at it, but and who are going to get stronger than probably a lot of regular people that would train with it. But the thing is, is the fact that it's accessible to everyone is really interesting and awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. Okay, let's. Uh, yeah, let's talk about why it's so good, right? I uh, I think it's the perfect one of the perfect power systems because 
like no matter how you read shonen manga or like how you get into it i think there's something that you can enjoy right and i think luke and i look for different things all the time so we're kind of like the perfect contrast of why it could be like a little bit of something for everybody right so when they when they are explaining what it is like tenren hatsu and gyo i'm i'm a little checked out i'm not paying attention too much to that stuff because it's just that you got you got word dumped with it a lot like a lot of it's cool i like the stealth one zetsu and like kind of the combat situations that sets you up for but like that's the stuff that luke will go crazy for i'm sure he'll get into it right uh, but the stuff i like is uh the personality stuff that i think is really interesting like that it's it's just fun to picture like where you would fit into the system where like it can expand outwards to like any media you like like you could think any show as like oh this guy would be an enhancer or manipulator because of like the personality and it's how like your powers are a manifestation of who you are as a character i think that's really cool and then i think the hexagon setup where you could do anything you want but there's optimum strategy optimal strategies based on where you lie on the hexagon i think that's like the coolest thing that Nen does. Do you wanna do you wanna go into why you like it, Luke? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You are Or don't like it. I, I don't wanna assume anything. No, no, you go right ahead and assume because I <laughs> do love it. Uh yeah. yeah, you don't uh you're absolutely correct, um, on why what I go crazy for, which is the thing that <laughs> you said you're you weren't kinda as into. No, I love I so at the beginning of every episode, too, um, like kind of that intro thing, they would explain the four, ma- or the four basic principles of Nen, right? And so right. I, I watched that a couple times just to, to get a, like a full understanding because I love things like that. I yeah. really love... So like when we first meet Zushi, which I'm sure we'll get to talk about him later, but when we first meet him, he says he's part of the this... Uh, is it Shingen Ryu? Is that the name of the? That's the name of the fighting style, right? Yep. Like the Nen. I I just love that it's set up like a martial art, like, like that these basic principles like are foundational to learning the other principles. You can learn them out of order. We see Gon learn Zetsu like way before he knows anything about Nen. Like, but he mm-hmm. learned Zetsu while he was hunting Hisoka. I. It's. And obviously, going to kill her are like natural, like supernatural prodigies. But I love, I, I love how like how much structure it has, while also allowing everybody to have to have like a crazy amount of freedom in what abilities they're gonna have. Like you could have almost anything across the board, but it does fall within this set structure. I think, I think it's a, I think that's really hard to do when making a power system. And so I really like when I see it. Yeah, and it's not even almost anything, like literally anything, because he gave himself kind of a save with the specialist category. It's like literally anything could fit in. Right, right. Which is cool. I like it a lot. Uh, what do you guys think? Just You haven't seen a ton of Nen, but like, what were some of your favorite like little sneak peeks of like applications of Nen? Like, I really liked the pink-haired girl, Menchi. Her like little thing with Hisoka where she like perfectly reattached a limb I think that was my personal favorite like little peek at Nen that we got in this section that was crazy the 
the reattaching how the, that worked but then also like learning how Hisoka used it in the fight like all that crazy stuff he had going on oh. like quietly behind the scenes it was the one of the coolest things I've ever seen because like as they're unpacking this I'm like he did what with the how and the what so yeah I thought that was a really cool look at at the possibilities for what you could do with it yeah Can we, let's take a side track because that was the coolest thing that happened in this section I think the Go and Ahsoka fight was good, but that, the fact that he embarrassed Castro, he beat his ass while making him an unwilling assistant in a magic show to his death, that is the craziest thing that happened in this section. That was so good. And then the Menchie breakdown, when you, like, you don't really understand it when it's happening, but when you, when like, it breaks down and it all makes sense. It's like that fight is like okay nen's gonna be wild this is gonna be the greatest shonen power ever because this is like this is how he introduces it to you like this is the kind of fights you're gonna be getting like that castro hisoka fight i think that's my highlight of this section yeah i think that was my favorite fight of this section too and the thing yeah. is that it was so great because we're learning about the concepts of Nen and then we get onto the 200th floor and immediately Hisoka tests like Kiyua and Gon to see if they've actually like mastered it enough to even like live basically on this floor. So the thing is that we get to then see all of these very skilled Nen users and we get to see the full power and potential I think through that fight especially yeah that's another good really like really solid Togashi character design it's like he does tell you that uh, when you get to the 200th floor a Nen user is going to literally r destroy your limbs and like as a message that you don't belong there so having this trio of like the top guy and the ghost arm guy and the wheelchair guy like the once you see that visual it like really showcases how brutal the 200th floor is i like all their designs a lot yeah their designs were really cool like very creepy really cool i liked watching their individual fights and seeing how they worked around their abilities like the the top guy i can't think of his name but his whole spinning top thing and all that he was doing there was it was just really interesting to see like how he made that work and how he used that ability they were cool yeah it can it gives you like the impression that you can do a lot with a little because like that guy seemed like definitely the weakest one to me personally with like maybe the ghost arm guy's weaker we didn't see too much of him but like he really even with just what he had that top that little top setup was that was pretty intimidating like if you don't know what you're doing oh for sure this, this whole arc is just hyping up how cool nen's gonna be and it's like so perfect for that <laughs> like he really nailed it he gets you so excited for how fun Nen is I think can I I, I like oh go ahead Kate yeah but I also like how we find out later that this is the actual end of the hunter exam that it was all yeah. leading up to this like that's the coolest connection to me because at first when um it was Satoads right Satoads said that you know, their hunter exam is just starting or whatever. And at first I was, I thought that that might be, oh, like life's going to test them if they have this badge or whatever. But then now I can see that this Nen is something that's crucial to being a hunter. And that's what really makes them a cut above the rest, I think. 
Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And it also made me feel like low-key, like a little bad for Killua because he sort of got taught this whole Nen thing by by default because he was with Gon. Like, it was always intended for Gon to learn it as a hunter. Like, that was part of why, you know, Master Wing was there. But, like, the fact that Killua was already, like, clearly, like, developing it and Master Wing is basically like, I cannot in good conscience, like, let you do this and potentially become malicious, so I'm gonna give you some good tutoring. And Killua kind of realizing that, I don't know, I felt, like, a little bad, where he sort of, like, just sidestepped into something that he, like, not that he wasn't supposed to be a part of it, but, like, he was not sought out for this purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I kind of like Wing's perspective, where, like, he goes back and forth on, like, this was a good call, and then, like, having like depressive episodes of like I've created two demons that will ruin the world <laughs> just kind of that back and forth was really fun to see for wing just like the the more they get the scarier they become and he has to like live with the reality that he's unleashed them into the world oh yeah because they're like literal prodigies at like this unprecedented level that he has no idea about what I what I did appreciate though is um they didn't totally, like, pay Zushi dust. Like, they were still showing, like, yeah, Killua and Gon are just exceptional monsters. But, like, Zushi's hard work is still paying off. Like, he is still killing the game, too, just at his own his own pace. You know, his whatever his master said. Like, he's one in a million, but they're, like, one in a trillion. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was so funny when that, like, first of all, I feel so bad for Zushi just because he keeps beating himself up through this time and thinking that he's not as good as them because, I mean, he's just at a different raw power level and he, and he wants to get up, but I like that he's determined now to learn more about Nen and to like reach their level and even when they leave he says that he wants to surpass them one day and I like that that gives him something to strive for yeah yeah Zushi's a beast he is like so it's just wrong place wrong time because those right just, he ran into the wrong two but he's a monster uh, let me do a quick yes or no are we ever going to see Zushi again let's yes or no Keichanaya I or do you want to see more Zushi? We'll do both of those. I want to see more of Zushi, personally. Because I want to see where he goes after this. I want to see uh, how his strength and his use of Nen improves over time. Yeah, the same thing for me. Like, I feel like we will see him again. Cause, especially because... I don't know if this necessarily falls into like shonen tropes or anything like that. But like he's stated his will to surpass them and so I feel like we have to see them again at least once to like see how they compare side by side I mean maybe I'm reading that wrong but like I'm really hoping for more Zushi no yeah you're definitely reading that trope right well, yeah for sure um let's move on. oh you know what here's a good one we I have Hisoka's personality analysis here and because really that's all we have to go by I just want to know where you guys put yourself on the uh, Nen scale based only on Hisoka's arbitrary, almost meaningless analysis of <laughs> personality types in each Nen category. Okay, so I'll read them off and then you will go around and we'll see. Uh, see. Enhancers are simple and determined. Manipulators are logical, doing things at their own pace. Transmuters are whimsical and liars. 
Emitters are impatient and not detail-oriented. Specialists are independent and charismatic. And conjurers are high-strung. Start with uh, Luke. You haven't talked in a while. You Do you see yourself in one of those? Uh, yeah, so, like, as you were saying it, I started, like, I tried to jot down the ones that I, I thought I fit in. Um, can you, if I asked you to reread a couple, yeah, would I'll that read, be any annoying? Okay. No. Uh, can you do enhancer, emitter, and conjurer? Yeah. Enhancers are simple and determined. Emitters are impatient and not detail-oriented. Conjurers are high-strung. Kate, we'll go to you. All yeah, 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 yeah. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Not an enhancer yeah. over there. No. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. What was the description you gave for specialist again? Independent and charismatic. Um, I'd say either probably specialist or, uh, the second one you said. I can't remember what that one was called either. Sorry. No worries. Manipulator. Logical. Does things at their own pace. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I would probably be either a manipulator or a specialist, I'm guessing. Just because usually, especially, uh, when it comes to things that are more serious, I tend to go the logical route. And also, like, I'm very independent, I would say, you know. <laughs> yeah. And they're right next to each other. So look at look at how good Togashi is. They're right next to each other on the <laughs> hexagon. What a so genius. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Shania, Such are any of those point. jumping out at you? Yeah, I think, like, with Hisoka's, like, limited descriptions, I probably fall into the manipulator category with, like, the logical and doing it at your own pace thing. I, like, I think that's me. Gotcha. Luke, have we come to a conclusion over there with your... Got your notes down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my notes down. Um, <laughs> I'm still... So I, I think I would make the dis definitive decision to say conjurer, uh, which is the high-strung one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel that on several levels. Um, but emitter, okay. I still feel emitter, emitter which was... One more time with that. Uh, impatient and not detail-oriented. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sticking with Conjurer. Okay. I'm going to go with Enhancer because they're all the dumb, <laughs> nice ones. And that's that's <laughs> what I'm all about. <laughs> wow. wow. And going forward, I have a lot of love for Enhancers. You will see that a lot going forward. Can we? Okay, we got everybody down. Can go we ahead, just? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I know we kind of we passed this up like a while ago, but I want to go back because I I don't want to forget to say. Yeah, it. Go back to whatever you want. One of the things that I I think is like like from a like meta like writing perspective that I thought was really cool that that Tagashi did this arc is that conversation with Machi and Hisoka. I mm -hmm. the so like I feel like a lot of times when I see like that kind of conversation like the villains talking about why they did a thing i feel like most of the time i'm i feel like i'm like why they wouldn't have this conversation but like the way that the conversation was had between machi and hisoka i was like this would totally happen like i believe that this was a conversation that they would have unprompted yeah. of anything and that's like so cool that the tagashi would like 
work it in like that. And then he even explains it further because he's like, part of the Nen training of Gon and Killua is to is to watch this match and like even dissect it even further. And it's like a way for Togashi to show you all the cool things he did in that match without like just straight up exposition dumping in a way that felt unnatural. He did it in this like the world is unfolding way, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, in this section, I think Machi, and I said Menchi earlier, so I want to apologize to the fans. What, what a brutal <laughs> mistake that was. I was trying Machi not to say anything. Was, I think, the most exciting character in the set. I like... She's, she's got very cool energy to her, and that those powers are so useful. Like, limbs can just be reattached and fine with a little just a little line and that was great uh let's Hisoka has cool name we could talk about his for a second because gotta talk about bungee gum that has both the properties of rubber and gum which is like it's a one that doesn't sound amazing but once apply it, it's another cool like little hint that like any nen power because it's such a personal like power system, if you put it in the hands of the right person and they understand what they're working with, they can become unstoppable. Yeah, Hisoka's becoming like this very fascinating character to me. Like before, he was just kind of like, okay, like you seem kind of cool, but I'm not really sure. But he's so fascinating. Like I loved watching him fight with um, the guy who can make duplicates of himself. I'm blanking on his name right now, but. Like, that fight was cool, but I loved his interaction with Gon and, like, him explaining the bungee... Like, even explaining his bungee gum thing to Gon and how it was working and, you know, did you catch the moment where I put it on you and the rock thing. It was, like, Hisoka is just so clever and cool, and I loved his fight with Gon. I mean, it was, like, a little cringy, but I also... I loved it. <laughs> well, what was, was cringy about it, Tanaya? Why don't you go into that? <laughs> What made you cringe in this fight? You're just going to go there. You're not going <laughs> to. Okay. All right. We no, I feel like we need to go there. How can we possibly ignore that? What, what just, part was cringy? Oh, you know, the parts where he just seemed to be a little too into the fight than perhaps a grown man should be in a fight with a 12-year-old boy. It was just no, yeah. no. It was a little, it was a little cringe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> the thing is, is I've, like, kind of contrary to that, I've been interested in Hisoka from the very beginning. I just think that, like, his character, his personality, and the way that he almost plays mental games with the people that he's fighting is so interesting. But, like, the thing is, is the man got turned on by <laughs> making eye contact with Gon, and that was... That's a lot for me because he's a he's a twelve year old boy and like <laughs> I just I I really don't know how to respond <laughs> to that. He just really likes fighting, guys. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. He, <just laughs> uh, he likes loves a good battle. <laughs> that was just that was that was not right. I will say what I did love about their fight, the coolest moment I thought is when Gon gets that square hit on the face and they like pause their fight and he gives back the the token and that means nothing yes. to no one, but I love it. He hits him in the face and they both just calmly like walk forward and exchange this. And I'm like that 
is such a cool moment. It was such a cool fight until Hisoka got cringed. And like, Hisoka, if you want me to like you, you just gotta stop talking to going like this. You gotta, you gotta take that out, and then you could possibly be my favorite character. But you gotta know more of that. <laughs> <laughs> that moment was amazing. I remember getting up off the couch when I saw it for the first time and freaking out. That. You know Gon has been carrying that in his pocket for months, just pissed off, waiting for the day to hand it back. And the, the Hisoka's such a bro about it. I, that moment was perfect. Yo, and you know it's not... It hasn't been, like, in the backpack. You know it's been in that coat pocket for yeah. months. Like, just he, waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's felt the weight of that in his pocket. It's been driving him crazy. Can we also fondly remember how, like, Gon thought he would just straight up, like, be able to come back and hit Hisoka. Like, once they leave, you know, the exam or whatever, and Kill was like, what do you want to do? And Gon's like, I just chill. And he's like, you got to train for this. And, and Gon thought it'd be easy. But if you look at, like, everything Gon had to do to get to this moment of punching Hisoka in the face, I, like, Killwood was not wrong when he drew that giant line through the yard like there was there was <laughs> yeah. eons to go to be to be qualified to punch this man in the face i think yeah, Hisoka that was humbled our boy real quick with that hallway scene i think i just want to talk about uh the last point that Hisoka got and just yeah. the technique that he used to do that because the thing where he attaches uh, bungee gum to Gon's face and then uh, moved it from his finger to the rock when, like, Gon wasn't even paying attention so that, like, Gon almost inflicted the last point upon himself. I just thought that that was, like, so interesting and so cool the way that he did that. Yeah, it's a good callback to what Luke was talking about earlier with the coin butler. Because I was like... Watch out, kid. There's pedophile clowns out there who might try to trick you and punch yourself in the face with a rock. Listen, listen. This is about a good fight. This is not <laughs> anything else but a good fight. <laughs> also, yeah. he did not heed the lesson. He, he, did, he cannot he ignore not. it. <laughs> I, how interesting is it? So this is like this. This really got me when I was watching this. How interesting is it that like? As, like, a side narrative, we have this whole conversation about how some refs in Heaven's Arena give points out super quickly to end fights because they're scared somebody's going to get hurt. Like, Oh, my gosh. Dude, that ref is such a bro. He took <laughs> the ire of the whole crowd. He took so much smack for trying to save a 12-year-old boy's life. It was unbelievable. They were really, like, mad at him for doing it. But that's so, like, that's so real sports, though. That's so accurate to yes. real life. Yeah, They're it's like, like they were to watch the kid die. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> they had, like, a whole press conference on the outside. Yeah. Like, like, reporters are, like, crowding around him. And it's like a side thing to the actual story, which is what really gets me. Is I'm like, yeah. there's this whole ecosystem of Heaven's Arena that we just haven't explored fully. Yeah. One, I think to one of, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. One, one of my favorite, like, Heaven's Arena employee moments was when the one lady was trying to explain 
the perks of winning on the 200th floor <laughs> and <laughs> kill you and Gone just didn't Well, Gone was like, don't you live on a mountain? You live, like, so much higher up than that. And then, like, they just literally do not care at all about the perks of what winning means. She tried so hard. She just wanted them to so badly be impressed, and they had zero interest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they really couldn't care less. Yeah, the workers are... It is, like, a whole... You're right. It's, like, a whole just world in like this one like super short arc like i feel like you we could we almost got an idea of like what castro's life was like he was just like the king of the 200th floor who was like on his personal revenge mission to pay his soka back for his one loss it was really cool and that was also another cool uh little nen showcase that you can be an absolute beast but if you choose to use nen in a stupid way that doesn't make sense you can get clowned on and die because he could have been like the greatest enhancer of all time but he focused on two nen types that were not compatible for him yeah that was so interesting i again it like i feel like everything about this arc really helped flesh out like nen as a power system like every little thing and even down to like the the fact that castro like put so much time and hisoka says that in their fight he says like Wow, it's really it must be really hard to make a double. Seems like you might have wasted the talent there. And then we don't learn till later that like that's actually true. It is true that like Castro just made the wrong choice when he tried to learn Nen. And I thought now I could be wrong about this, but I thought that Castro went through like the initiation. He just didn't like lose any limbs or so. He like Hisoka like flooded his system with Nen. That's how he awakened it. And so, like, it was interesting to see, like, okay, this natural prodigy was given Nen and then pretty much given, like, free reign to learn it by himself. And this is, he ends up stifling his own ability because he doesn't, like, do it the proper way. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Castro was really cool. I liked him a lot. Uh, we should talk about Killua for a little bit because I feel like we haven't too much. Uh, does anybody just want to throw out some Killua appreciation moments? Because he was great in this arc. Okay, so As there's well. one moment, right, where oh yeah, uh, he says to Gone, the doctor says you're going to need four months to heal, and then immediately yeah. after lies to Wing, and says yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. two months, <laughs> and then he t in the anime I don't know if they do anything in the manga, but in the anime he turns around and he's got this cat face and a cat tail. <laughs> Like, he's yeah, got, yeah. like, the whole deal while Wing's not looking. And it makes me laugh. And I love how Gon's like, nice one, bro. Like, thanks for covering. Yeah. Like, I, it's just, I don't know. It was a moment, a Killua moment that I was like, that's, that's, that's nice. I like that. Killua is so great. He spent $2 million on snacks. And that's why he doesn't have any money. <laughs> he blew <laughs> millions on snacks. I mean, he I was, what, like, him. six when he was there? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's the best. He threatened <laughs> to kill a guy. That was pretty cool. He was, like, yeah. he was such a bro. Like, we'll give you your wins. Don't mess with my boy. And then he messed with the boy. He's like, well, time to threaten his life. <laughs> and that really, 
That shot of the mirror is so spooky. When he says, like, look up at me, but through the mirror, that's that's chilling. That's really dark yeah. for a 12-year-old. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, that was actually mm. what I was going to say, like, for my moment that I, like, really appreciated Killua in this. Because, like, yeah. that's just so absolutely menacing. And, like, you can <laughs> see the little notes of, like, his family in that action, I feel like. Yeah. That moment gave me, like, mixed feelings because it, it feels like Killua's been, or, like, Killua's been talking about, like, wanting to get away from being, like, the assassin, like, the killing thing like that. And so when he's first talking uh, to one of the trio and he starts, he, like, starts a threat and he doesn't, he doesn't finish it because, like, it seemed there like he was trying to resist, like, threatening to kill them. But then when he realizes, um, you know, like, that they talked to Gon anyway and that Gon had enlisted anyway, then he's, like... He's like, all right, you mess with my friendship. We're back to being assassins now and becomes the most menacing monster. And I'm like, Killua, you're trying so hard to be good. Please. <laughs> you're super, like, cool and menacing when you do this. But, like, please keep fighting the good fight here, buddy. That's one of my favorite quotes is when he, I think he's carrying Zushi and he's, like, just, like, having a little moment to himself. He's like, ah, it's hard to do things when you can't just kill people. <laughs> it's a real, it makes <laughs> things way harder. <laughs> casual monologue inner monologue of a 12 year old <laughs> yeah just regular 12 year old kid thoughts <laughs> he's trying but it's in there and the thing is is that like he was raised in a in a way that was the killing was the only way so you can understand even though he's a 12 year old kid like he doesn't know any better honestly yeah oh yeah for sure yeah Another thing I think the Zushi fight was really good with Killua. It's like that's such like we were talking about how they're like written like real kids. That's such like two brothers fighting where he's like pushing him over. And, like it doesn't hurt, but then he does like the the don't tell mom too hard hit where he like <laughs> knocks Zushi across the room. That's literally what he does. He's like, oh wait, was that? <laughs> I love I loved that. I love that. That was exactly what that was. That was the don't tell mom. Oh shoot! Yeah. I hit him too hard. Please don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Stop crying. It's not. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. Like, it was. It was very. It was very interesting. I. I. I really liked Zushi. Um, in this, I like even from from the jump. I liked him. This time, I was like, yeah. I love how you look. I love everything about you. That's a very you design. I feel like. Absolutely, that appeals Absolutely. to a lot of what you're about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it checks a lot of my boxes. I'll tell you that for sure. Big eyebrows. That's a good time. Are we ready to uh, do favorite characters and stuff? Like compare. Wait. And can, do you want to? I'm talking the ending stuff, or do we have any more Heaven's Arena that we want to get into? Are we just gonna gloss over Hisoka's back tattoo? That's not a real tattoo. Or are we just gonna ignore oh. the spider? No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. <laughs> okay, because I have been waiting to say what the heck was that? Because I saw it, and like they put me through so many emotions. I was like, oh no, Hisoka's part of the tr like. I can never like him because he killed Karabaka's clan, and then he pulls it off, and I'm like, maybe I can like you. What are you doing with this? Like, I've got questions, and I need answers. Absolute madman that it's like it's it was such a cool double moment where you're like oh my gosh he's a spider and then he's not a spider and you're like what 
is raw. This man throws himself into the middle of so many hurricanes just for fun. That I yeah that that is the most that is really cool. Kate, wh what's your take on this? See what is Hisoka doing here? <laughs> what is his problem? I don't know because like I feel as though Hisoka has the kind of personality that really couldn't fit in with any like group or gang, even if they mm -hmm. were like as you know kind of menacing as the Spider Gang is. Like the like I don't I don't think he would. I think he may have maybe infiltrated them or something like that to just have fun and mess around or just to see how strong they are. I think that it's definitely a possibility that maybe he just wanted to see how strong that they are and, yeah. you know, if he could take them on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Won't say too much, but it'll be good. <laughs> uh, okay, so are we good? Heaven's Arena, any more closing thoughts? Yeah, I got I, real quick. I, so w w going over kind of like how they determined the um, uh, the Nen categories, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I just I don't know if this was a surprise to anybody else, but as I was trying to like place them before they took the test, right? I I was really surprised by Zushi being a manipulator. I don't know if that caught anybody else off guard. I probably was just paying more attention to Zushi than was than maybe necessary or wanted, but mm -hmm. I just I really was like I, I it caught me off guard that that he was a manipulator. But also, uh, kind of I kind of thinking about that right with the other two characters that we haven't seen yet, uh, Karapika and Leorio. We haven't seen them interact with Nen yet, right? But yeah. I want to know, Kate and Shania, obviously, because you and I, Cliff, have, you know, we, we know things, but Kate and Shania, right. um, what, if you had to place, based on Hisoka's thing that we did earlier, if you had to place Karapika and Leorio right now, where would you place them? And Cliff, you might want to get that list ready again. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. Kate, we'll start with you. I I feel like uh, Karapika might be a ma manipulator too, just because of like the logical thinking that he usually goes through. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he could be something else, maybe like a specialist or something. But I think that he's probably a manipulator. Yeah, I would say the same for Karapika being a manipulator, and then. For Leorio, if he were to get it or to develop it, what's what's the one with like being impatient? Because I feel like that one is him. He strikes me as a very imper impatient personality. Uh, emitter. Emitter. So yeah. So I think I would put him in that category. Okay. Yeah. Good guesses or bad. I guess I don't want to give you any implication either way. Terrible <laughs> guesses, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I want to talk about Zushi, though, for a second, because I think, I feel like Manipulator, if we're only going on Hisoka's uh, test, I think that's, like, the perfect thing. Logical and does things at their own pace. Like, his whole arc was really being frustrated that he, you know, had to take things at his own pace, but ultimately he knew that that was the only way that he could ever get it. And he seemed very logical. Like, if he, like, are you thinking Enhancer, and that's why? Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Like, what would not surprise you for Zushi? 
I think I think it's just like I think like the word manipulator comes with like connotations in my head that like I wouldn't attribute to like a person like Zushi. And I think that's I yeah. That's probably just a misunderstanding of like these Nen types are just like what is your what affinity do you have? Yeah, not, yeah. Not it's like he's manipulating like, objects. He's, he's not like a manipulative yeah. person. Right, right. And so I, I think I was getting a little confused, confused in my mind there. But when you read Hisoka's personality thing is is Zushi to a T. Like yeah. it makes a lot. Like you said, almost this whole arc for him was that. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, it makes sense when you when you you know work it out like that. I just when I first like when it initially happened, I was like. Interesting. I think I was just com- probably conflating the, the, you know, like being manipulating versus, you know, the Nen type. Right. Yeah. Do we, uh, yeah. Uh, any more Heaven's Arena thoughts? I don't have any more. All right. Let's do characters. Any updates? Luke, Kate, and Shania. Favorite character? I think we have. Shania Gone, Luke Gone, Kate Killua. Is that right? That was part one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any updates? Let's we'll start with Kate. Um, it's still Kill. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have to say. Just like, uh, after everything that he did, I think, with the intimidating the other guys, and then just his friendship and his personality developing more outside of what his family is like and getting to see his family just made me like him even more. <laughs> yeah, Gon yeah. is still chilling as my fave, but he's... Nice, I'm, nice. I would say I'm starting to like him less. That's not how I want to phrase that, but I'm becoming more annoyed with some of his his character quirks right now where like he like leaps into things without thinking them through and it becomes a little more irritating to watch him fumble into things and and Killua is growing on me a little more because not that Killua always makes the right choice but there's definitely he's thinking those choices through first for the most part so yeah so still going but like maybe a little less yeah watch your back going you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Luke, any updates? Um, no, I was, Gone's still in the lead, but I, I would echo almost exactly what Shania said. Gone's in the lead, but Killua is coming up fast. We are evening mm-hmm. out that race pretty quick. But I yeah, I'd still put Gone going ahead ahead this 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 arc. Okay. Yeah, and I'm still Killua as well. Because he's the best character, so that's that's all there is. Uh, let's talk about arc. Do you wanna? What do you think would be better to rank the arcs, or just to kind of be like, this is the vibe on this arc compared to the Hunter exam? Let's just do do the vibe, right? Okay. I feel like that's good. Yeah. How did these arcs compare to the first bit? Are you liking where the story's going? Oh, I'm loving where the story's going. I like how the world's getting bigger, and we're introducing all these cool power systems because I thought it would just be like physical fight ability but now we're getting into this whole I don't want to call it magic but whatever whatever you do want to call it that power system like this all this Nen stuff is just broadening the world in a way that I didn't expect it to and then interconnecting the characters more with you know Hisoka's involvement with the troop shows that like he's going to be appearing again at some point because 
you know, Karapika and everything, and just, I didn't expect the world to expand the way that it is, and I'm really enjoying how they're expanding it. All right. Kate? Yeah, uh, I really liked both of these arcs. Um, I think that the Zoldic family arc was definitely important into knowing more about Kilua as a character. So I really like appreciated that we got to know more about him and where he comes from. Um, and then just the uh, Heaven's Arena is just a great interjection, I think, uh, with Wing, I think, teaching these three boys to the abilities of Nen and to this whole world that we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg yet. I think that it is a great introduction to that, almost like uh, the Hunter exam was a great introduction to the series and the characters. I think that this is more of an introduction to the powers and abilities that we're going to be able to see for the rest of the series. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Luke? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think I I definitely really like it. I, I think that, not that I don't, you know, I think the Hunter Exam arc was awesome, but I, Nen as a power system is amazing, so I definitely think that it's its introduction. Its introduction, specifically, like, the way it was introduced with the Heaven's Arena arc is, I I mean, it's like genius. It's really, it's, it's awesome to see. But, uh, and I loved kind of the it's kind of like what Shania and, and Kate were saying, but like the expansion of of this world that we already thought was big, or at least I already thought was big, even just taking into account what we learned in the Hunter exam. Uh, so yeah, no, it was definitely really good. Yeah, and I would pretty much just echo everything everybody just said. Uh, Heaven's Arena. Sagashi set out to introduce Nen, and he knocked it out of the park. And the Zoldic family was pretty short, but a lot of fun. A lot of cool characters and moments in there. Uh, I think that is it. Do you want to close it, Luke, with plugs and the ending? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Um, this has been the Pillow Fort, Episode 2 here. Um, next week, we I believe Cliff already said this at the beginning, but next week we're going to be doing the York New City arc, which is, if you are watching I'm trying to find the list oh I have it up do you want me to say the episode and chapter I got it I just got it up sorry about that okay but episodes 37 to 58 um, if you're watching the anime and chapter 64 to 119 if you're reading so yeah definitely definitely catch up with us read along with us we'd love to we'd love to have you be part of this conversation leave comments down in the comment section if you have any and like this video and subscribe to the channel because we're going to keep doing this every other week. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us and we'll see you in two weeks.